two, one. Welcome to a special edition of Kicking It with the King, ladies and gentlemen. Not from our own home. We're not broadcasting from the normal area of residence. This is a special edition. We're here specifically to recap UFC uh, fight night, uh, the main event between Tyron Woodley and Colby Covington. Because I have to run an under an, a little under an hour, so you know this this main event, this everything, all the results, all the lead up to Colby versus Woodley, and the only the entire history that they had was all bubbling in my head. So basically, insinuating and saying that this is a fight you absolutely had to stay talk about. Now. This is in, this was inevitable to not want to talk about, even if it was broken down into a segment. So that's what we're gonna do today. Break it down into uh, we'll, we'll break it down in 20 minutes or less, baby. It's really exciting. Maybe a little bit under 30 minutes. Probably a little bit under 30 minutes, but um, it won't be one of our normal shows. So it'll be one of those, you know, you know, UFC Fight Night recaps. You know how we do with the pre shows and the post shows. So that's what we're gonna do here on this show. So without further ado, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at kwtkpod to keep up with the latest news and you know just follow us on social media. Keep in contact. You know, fight nights. You can join together live tweet during the show and all that you can follow our show follow our podcast um subscribe like share rate and review um you can follow me on instagram at gt king official gt king g the king official on instagram gt king official on uh i say it like that officially yeah, on twitter so uh let's break it all down let's get right into it so the main event happens obviously tyron Woodley recently just fought against gilbert burns uh, earlier this year in may Mid-May, he fought against Gilbert Burns. He came up short. Obviously, was completely dominated in that fight by Gilbert Burns. Gilbert absolutely dominated him. And then before that, he fought against Kamar Usman and lost the WBC title. So now Tyron Woodley in 2020, in this modern-day era in the UFC, is facing three losses in a row for probably the first time in his entire career. There's a lot of questions leading into that. There's a lot of discussions. What should be next? Should he retire? He hasn't looked the same. He doesn't look like he wants to be, and there's a lot of different things to talk about. But first things first, we got to start off in the corner of Colby Covington. What a phenomenal performance by Colby, as always. It's, it's picture perfect what I predicted. Obviously, I picked Colby Covington to win by unanimous decision. I thought that his pace, his wrestling, obviously, you see him up against the cage, and you put Tyron up against the cage, and you know, he beat him up. You know, had him in solid, but he controlled him. He pinched him. Tyron was helpless in there. He didn't look like himself. I say that in his last three fights, unfortunately. So, like I said, there's a lot of questions, a lot of speculations, a lot of different topics and discussions and different individual thoughts of people on what should be next for one Tyron Woodley. So, let's go, like, like I said, let's, let's, we'll talk about Tyron Woodley in a second, but we're going to talk about Colby's performance against Woodley. You know, it was picture perfect as I predicted. Obviously, I didn't predict a rib injury or a fifth round TKO by, you know, rib injury. I didn't even know it was a rib injury. I just, I just thought that, that, that Colby was able to, uh, you know, he was able to get the job done late and not really would have spelled the end of his career. But obviously, it was an unfortunate injury to Woodley. Um, the fight, obviously, Colby was in control from, from start to finish. You know, Tyron did land a lot of sneaky shots. A guy like Tyron Woodley, you can't take too many of those. You can't risk that because Tyron Woodley's fucking fast, ladies and gentlemen. He'll hit you hard and he'll hit you efficiently. And you know he he, he catches you with a lot of those punches. He's pretty nasty. He kicks hard too. He, 
kicks fast and a nasty right hand, obviously nasty wrestling, but um, you know, we go to the performance that he had, he, he, it looked like he was just, he didn't know what to do in there. But then again, that brings you to tell, that brings me to say that that's the kind of fight that Colby brings to people. So it's similar to Khabib. So you see all these fantastic fighters going up against Khabib. And, and these fantastic fighters who are once a top ranked contenders at one point in time in their career. And, you know, yet they're getting mauled by this guy named Khabib Nurmagomedov from Dagestan, Russia, right? So these great fighters, these phenomenal fighters, are getting made to look like they don't belong there because of the guy, because of how dominant Khabib Nurmagomedov is, right? Same thing could be said about Kamaru Usman. Same thing could be said about Colby Covington. More so Colby Covington. And I'm referencing Colby more so on this because if you look at the fight, the, the last three fights of Tyrone had, Usman, undisputed welterweight world champion. Gilbert Burns, fighting Usman for the undisputed welterweight world champion, definitely has come into his stride at 2020. Definitely looks like a top contender. Definitely looks like a future champion. And also on top of that, he trains with Kamar Usman. So he has a, a lot more significant more advantage of an advantage and a, a potential opportunity to seize an undisputed welterweight title and have that around his waist because the advantages that he has are training with the champion, Kamaru Usman. So if you look at look at look at Tyron's last few fights, okay, so like I said at the top, welterweight champion, Usman, Gilbert Burns fighting Usman, and Colby Covington, who's right up there as well, possibly to fight the winner of Usman versus Burns, if not offered another fight, and if he doesn't have any other uh, um, any other uh, you know options? I know there's Leon Edwards in the ring. The, the, the people and the fans and UFC, everyone's been looking for a potential matchup for him. He's been told that everyone's been turning it down. But realistically, right now, or or maybe a Masvidal will fight for Colby next. But that's that's something we'll, we'll talk about in a second. But for for Tyron Woodley, it's an unfortunate you know uh, turn of events, man. You know, at one point in time, he, he, he was you know touted to be one of the best. You know, not necessarily one uh, uh, doing fantastic things like GSP. Like, you know, he wasn't nearly as dominant as he's been with GSP. Uh, no, as GSP was during his welterweight reign. Tyron had excellent performances. He stayed on top. He shut guys down that were supposed to beat him. You know, like the guys like the Till, Darren Till. Who was it? Darren Till. Um, and, you know, the Wonder Boy fights, he held his own. You know, he, he got the wins in those fights. But, you know, it, it, the game changes so fast, it catches up to a lot of us, and, uh, you know, catches up to a lot of these guys, you know. Tyron's been fighting for a while, he's 38 years old now, and, and you look at, at his body of work, yes, he's put up against, he's, he's put up an amazing career, he's had a world title, multiple world titles, obviously, he, he was a staple in that division for a very long time, a very dangerous guy, still looks very dangerous. Um, and now that brings me into talking about the discussion about retirement. You know, you want to know my answer deep down? I, I, I hate getting into these kind of discussions. I don't, I don't like talking about if a guy should be done or he should be finished fighting because you don't truly know what's going on. You can only, only speculate what we can see and how they perform in the fights. So if you really want to know my true honest opinion, I, you know, I just think that the, I, I really advocate for styles to make fights, dude. I really, I really, really advocate for that. I, I just think that he is getting put into these bad matchups. These are bad matchups for a 38-year-old guy like Tyron. You know that you know he's facing two losses in a row. You know, kudos, Tyron, for taking the fight with Colby 
realistically, this fight with Colby is a fight that we wanted to see when Tywin was a champion. So, you know, Tyron goes and fights Darren Till instead of Colby at the time. They were supposed to fight. It didn't happen. I didn't even think this fight was going to happen. I thought something crazy was going to happen, and we just never were going to get Tyron versus Colby. But no, on the, on the other hand, we were able to get it. Um, as predicted, I did think Colby was going to win. He did win. Tyron's last three fights, I know I keep circling back to it because it's important. Tyron's last three fights, if you want to advocate for the guy and not push him towards retirement, I'd say that you got to give him somebody that's not going to, you know, someone that's not on the verge of fighting for the title anytime soon. Or maybe someone who's, you know, up there, maybe like a Neil Magny or something like that. Or I don't know, like maybe a lower lower tier for Tyron you know, to go all the way down. Uh, you know, go down ranks, no offense to Neil Magny, he goes excellent, absolutely. I don't think that's a good matchup for him. Nevertheless, uh, nevertheless, excuse me, but you know, I, I I don't think that he should be done. I just think that he really has to work on on, on things, and you know, on top of that, not work on things physically, on, uh, work on things mentally. Because what I seen in that fight with Colby, he looked like he just he didn't know what to do. He looked like he had never been in the championship level fight, and obviously even before the rib injury. You know, obviously the rib injury happens, injuries happen. It's all right. Um, but it, it just didn't look as, it didn't look like he wanted to, to he didn't, it looked like he didn't want to be in there. So, you know, I, I'm not saying that he didn't want to be in there. I obviously, I don't know what are thinking, or I, who am I to sit here and say he looked like he, or he didn't want to be in there. It just, it's, it's Colby's style. Colby's style is heavily overwhelming, and... You know, it's it's Colby's style that really, you know, uh, shuts a lot of people down. Great fighters, like, you know, every, anyone that's fought Khabib, basically. So, anybody that's fought Khabib, dude, um, you know, those people get shut down. And, and I'm pretty damn, I want to know how the fuck some people feel after fighting a guy like Khabib. You know, you get shut down, you're a phenomenal fighter, you worked your way up. Oh my God! People are touting you as the as the guy, the best guy, the guy to potentially beat Khabib. And what happens when Khabib beats you, man? You, you, all that hype goes down the drain, dude. And and it's like it goes all the way down the drain and goes out the window. And there you go. There's your hype. Your hype's gone because the way Khabib fights. And then you can go and have another amazing, top amazing performances against other fighters. Not so much against guys like Khabib. If you can't beat Khabib at lightweight. Then really you're just gonna be fighting money fights or fighting other contenders. You're not necessarily gonna be fighting for a title as long as Khabib's the champion, especially if he dominated you. And I'm referencing those. I'm referencing Khabib because I'm basically looking at you know like the guys like Colby, the guys like Colby, Khabib, Kamar Usman. You know you're getting beaten by by these top tier guys. You can't fight top tier guys. And, and you can't fight the best fighters in the world and not want to be in there. So what I'm saying is Tyron needs to make the choice and d decide if he really wants to keep doing this. Because all I see in that fight was one, it, it was one dimensional. It, it was one dimensional. He has a nasty overhand right. You know, when he kind of bends his legs a little bit and, you know, he moves his hands. And, you know, uh, um, you know, now obviously, you know, any shot, you know, when he kind of, you know, dips, you know, when he has his legs kind of bent, and, you know, he kicks, he kicks, he kicks very hard, um, you know, he punches very hard, he's very sneaky, he's very quick, you know, he has that blitz, but, you know, eh, you know, when Tyron's best days were, you know, against guys, you know, who weren't wrestlers, essentially, I mean, obviously, 
he's been a lot of wrestlers for sure. Don't get me wrong, but but uh, Tyron's uh, best days have appeared right now to be behind him unless unless he turns the switch, unless he flips some magic switch or some crazy ass freaking switch, and you know obviously turns the clock. But you know what what I what I seen was it just it just looked like he didn't uh, he didn't like he didn't want to be in here basically. I don't want to say that. It hurts to say that. And I was kind of hesitant on, uh, you know, basically kind of doing this one because, you know, it's, it's, it's painful, man. You care about these guys. You, you watch some of these fighters fight for so long. And, you know, obviously knowing and understanding what a lot of these guys are going through, I mean, especially with all, you know, Black Lives Matter. And I, don't know, I know Tyron was heavily criticized during, during his reign as the Undisputed Welterweight Champion as well. So, you know, I know that he's gone through a lot of criticism and a lot of uh, hatred and, you know, in, in this world that we live in, hate, hate it isn't, isn't warranted. Hate isn't wanted. You know, we, we try to spread love, positivity, and, and love and communication and affection and appreciation for one another. And, you know, in this day and age, you know, it just, it looked like he just, you know, I don't know. I mean, it just didn't look like the tyrant we're used to seeing. And, you know, it just, you know, styles make fights and, you know, at this day and age, you, you, you've got to put your pride aside, and if you can't fight against guys like that, you shouldn't be in there fighting against guys like that. And man, you know, it's uh, I know, I know there's two sides of this equation. You know, there's fighters that fight. You know, if they don't want to fight for undisputed titles, you know, the guys that you know, like Nate Diaz, guys like Connor, I'd be fine if Connor never held a UFC belt, but we'd still be happy, right, if Connor fought in all these main events, these big shows, these big main events against. Uh, big name guys in big money fights and if you're in there for big money fights all respects to you But the top contenders guys like Colby guys like Gilbert Burns guys like Leon Edwards guys like Jorge Masvidal You can't be fighting those guys and be on your way out if you're not if you're not looking to be a champion I'd suggest not fighting any of those motherfuckers because those guys are the guys you want to go up to the top you know, and guys, guys like that are guys you don't want to fight. Those aren't. Those are the surging contenders. Those are the guys that you're ranked in the top ten for a reason. If you're in the top ten, arguably, in my opinion, I feel you should be on your way to, towards wanting to fight for a title or fight someone who's higher up or fight fight somebody that's going to get you to undisputed title shot. For Tyron, I, I don't know who who makes the most sense. If I could think of somebody, I'd advocate for it. But um, maybe like a Mike Perry. That would be a fun fight, right? Mike Perry, Tyron Woodley. I mean, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to diss Tyron Woodley and say that he can't hang with these top contenders, but there, there's just levels to this game. And as I keep going back and saying that you can't fight half-ass at the top of the level, you know, Tyron only has six losses, man, and you know, a lot, a lot, three of them are recent. And the first, you know, all Tyron's losses are Nate Marquardt, Rory McDonald. Amaru Usman, Colby Covington, Gilbert Burns, and who was the last motherfucker of him? I forgot. But anyways, yeah, so Tyron has, doesn't have that many losses. I mean, it's obviously he's going, he's carry, getting carried into the later rounds. Obviously, Usman didn't finish him. Obviously, Burns didn't finish him. They had their way, no doubt, no doubtedly, but they didn't finish him, and you know, Colby Covington was able to get Tyron Woodley out of there via TKO and a rib injury. But um, it's unfortunate, you know, for Tyron at this day and age because of uh, 
you know, how much he's accomplished throughout his entire career already. And, he, and you know, just having to have that conversation is a, is a painful one, especially especially if you if you love and advocate for the guy. And, you know, I know there's, like, one moment in the fight where Duke Lucas was, or no, one moment in, uh, he was like, you know, I'm going to be straight up with you. And he's like, uh, you, the only way you're going to win is if you finish this guy. And I was just like, he just, time just didn't look like he had anything in there. But, you know, a lot of these guys tend to have a lot more toughness than, you know, than, than need be. I mean, obviously, toughness is great. Heart is great, you know, you know but just get, taking the damage in there, being, being in there and being a, a stepping stone for people like that. You know, Kobe, Kobe just came off the loss against Usman. So, I mean, obviously, Tyron Woods is a perfect opponent for Kobe to come back to. But for Tyron, that really, you know, that's such a bad matchup for me. If you, look, if you looked at the Usman fight that Kobe had, regardless of your politics, regardless of, of your mindset towards Trump or Kobe's support of Trump or his, his Make America Great Again hat and the way he portrays himself, you know, ignore that. If you're, if you're a fight fan, if you can uh, bleep out all the trash talk and all that, you can look, you sh you can look and uh, look at the, um, the body of work that Covington's been able to put together, and that's absolutely phenomenal. He's a phenomenal fighter, so I think he's an absolutely phenomenal fighter. I think that he obviously has skill. He has championship-like aspirations, and I know he called out for him, Masvidal. He called out Kamaru Usman, and you know, for me, I put the money down on Kobe fighting against. Uh, what is it? Fighting against you know, Jorge Masvidal would be a great fight. I mean, obviously for Kobe, he just beat Tyron Woodley, so he's coming off of a win. So there's two options here. Well, this is two options of what we can do here. We can either have him fight against. Uh, we can have him fight against the winner of Woodley Burns. Actually, three options. <clears throat> so we've got three options here. All right. We can have him fight Leon Edwards, streaking Leon Edwards. That would be a big, big win for him if he beats Leon Edwards. Man, think about that. Give him a title shot right away. Or if you want to, if you want to, if you want optional, optional, ladies and gentlemen. All right. If you want, either give him Leon Edwards. Boom. No. All right. How about you give him the winner of Usman Burns? Okay, that's that makes more sense. I mean, he did push Kamaru Usman to, you know, to to, to almost to his breaking point and, and farthest and closest fight we've ever seen Kamaru Usman. UFC, so that could be an option, okay, not that, I don't know, not Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy, I mean, Wonder Boy is a good, is good, good matchup, but when it comes to title fights, I'm thinking of the top few, we got Leon Edwards, we got, and we got Gilbert Burns, and we got Kamaru Usman at the top, so, or, I mean, obviously, like I said, you can't forget Jorge Masvidal, but Jorge Masvidal obviously just came off the fight against Usman, so, I mean, <laughs> In a way, that would have been kind of cool to put uh, Jorge Masvidal and Covington together. If you look at it, like previously, like they both fought and lost to Usman. Uh, Masvidal obviously got beat by unanimous decision. And Usman doesn't really, he, he finished Colby, which was crazy, but he didn't finish like Masvidal and, like, and Woodley and all that. And you know, that just shows you how crazy of a game that this, this, this sport is. So um, future matchups for Colby, like I said, Leon Edwards. Top of the top of the food chain, Leon Edwards, and who else makes sense? Leon Edwards, the weed, the weed brain is activated. 
losing my train of thought. Oh my God, this is absolutely insane. Okay, so Leon Edwards or the winner of Usman versus Burns or Jorge Masvidal. Which one would you advocate for? Can we put a poll up on the screen? If we had like a, if we had a, a video visual podcast, I'll put a poll up on the screen. What do you want to see? Usman versus Burns winner, Masvidal, or Leon Edwards. Um, how about this? How about I pick? How about I decide? Well, it makes the most sense. It just depends on what we're trying to see because all of those fights are great fights. Uh, I mean, if Colby's really, if Colby really wants to stay active, he could take the available fight, Leon Edwards. Shut him the fuck up. If Colby beats Leon Edwards, Oh my God! That's one guy we just got. We just get the fuck out of the line. We can stop hearing him talk on Twitter. We don't want to hear that. We want to see the fights. I want to see the skill. I think Leon Edwards is a fantastic fighter. He's not a fantastic talker. He doesn't make me excited for fights when he talks. He's a phenomenal fighter who fights good on the feet and phenomenal kickboxing. Fabian Edwards, obviously his brother, phenomenal kickboxer as well. So yeah, both those guys are fantastic. However, shit talking isn't necessarily up to speed with their skills so stick to the fighting not so much the talking i'm advocating i said colby should fight leon edwards next or i mean i don't i don't know I, i'm not a guy i don't like to wait that's the thing so i'm thinking for him i'm thinking uh, um i'm thinking uh like selfishly about it so like i mean if you if you really if, honestly if i'm injury free if i'm ready to go if i want to stay active if i want to get another easy payday Leon Edwards says he's really as good as he is. I think Leon Edwards can, you know, piece Colby up on the feet. You know, Leon Edwards is phenomenal kickboxing. And, you know, obviously he's going to have to worry about the, the wrestling. So, you know, this, this brings me to say about, you know, the this, 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 this striking. So the, the, this, this is another thing that I'm talking about. You could be the most fantastic kickboxer on the planet and get shut down. Like a guy like Khabib, a guy like Khabib can shut you down. Guy like Usman shuts you down. He's a great striker. You're gonna be hesitant because he's gonna be looking for the takedown. And then I don't think Leon Edwards has the best takedown defense in the world, especially with a guy like Colby. He's gonna smother you. He doesn't necessarily need to take you down. He can just push you up against the cage and and you know wear you out. And you know your punches are gonna come slower. You know he might have to take a couple shots to to endure a couple a few damages and stuff. So Leon Edwards is heavily dangerous and stuff, but. You know, I think it's going to be worth it. I think you can do it. Obviously, Colby's not stupid. He's a great fighter. Just because you don't like his political beliefs or anything else that he stands for, he's, he's the most hated man on the earth, but yet people still tune in to watch. Just as they, just as they do with the President Trump. They do, the, they do the same exact thing. So it's not too different. So Colby's a phenomenal fighter. I think people should separate themselves from how they feel about politics and separate the fighting and try to watch them and divide them separately, right? So, I think Leon Edwards is a fantastic fight. Uh, and now that I'm thinking about it, it's a lot more of an exciting fight that I think about it. I mean, Masvidal is a great fight. I'd like to see that one. Um, if I had to, I guess, put money on it or, or pick, if I had to pick the next fight uh, based on the views, based on the clout, based on the, the attention that it would get for Colby and, you know, obviously looking at the direction of this country and all that. So, you know, obviously it's going to, obviously if you see the, the racial divide and the tension and shit like that, you've seen with, uh, you know, Woodley and, and Colby, you know, Colby had the Trump hat on and uh, Tyron had the All Lives, or Black Lives Matter um, hat on and all that or whatever. You know, the shirt and then he had the hat sitting like that so um, 
you know, Masvidal or Col- and, and Colby, obviously, he's, he's been getting recognition every time he fights, and he gets recognition from, you know, Donald Trump called him. That's crazy to say, regardless of if you don't like Trump or not. That's a huge... That's a massive accomplishment. There's not a lot of people that get that. Hmm. Let me see. Name any other fighters in UFC history that have got a call by Trump. I know that they recently, Henry Cejudo, Justin Gaethje, and, um, and Colby recently went to visit the president, and they did that whole video on Instagram and stuff where it looked like Colby kind of kissed his hand and shit. Yeah, those people got Trump because Dana was able to get, get, get into Trump. He was able to get to Trump. So Dana's good buddies with Trump, so that was able to get put together. But Colby's the only one that's been invited to the White House, so it's interesting, you know, like I said, he's, he's, he's accomplished, he's gotten the attention, obviously all publicity is good publicity, pub, publicity, we aren't even saying that right, so, you know, he says, he, he says the things that tick people off, he pisses people off, and, um, he's doing his thing, so, as, as, uh, to get to the last leg of this special edition of Kicking with the King, I say that, you know, like I said, at the top, I think Kofi versus Leon would be, that. that's the, stylistically, that seems like a, a real fun fight, you know, win-win for Kofi, because, you know, he, he, he takes Leon's name right out the hat. Who's next? If it's not Leon, it's, it's between Gilbert Burns. It's only Gilbert Burns. And, you know, we, we don't really, there's nobody really in... The discussion right now, other than Gilbert Burns and Colby and Leon Edwards, and and Masvidal, in six days' notice, I know, but relatively uh, speaking, if I were to bet again, I would bet on who's going to win again. There wasn't anything that Masvidal did in that fight that I think he can improve on that would make it solidly convincing that he would be one to beat Usman. I just don't think about that right now. I don't think so. At his age, how tiny it is, how big, how big Usman is compared to a lot of these guys, how good Usman gets as the fight goes on, how, as, as dominant as he's been, as he good he probably will be in rematches, I think that Usman still beats Masvidal a little bit more convincingly, and Masvidal may have a little bit more tricks up his sleeve. He's fast, he's sneaky, you know, he's very dangerous, he's quick. And he's not gun shy or anything like that, so it's not like it's going to be an easy fight for anybody. But you know, maybe Masvidal comes out and looks absolutely better than ever in the second time around. But you know, all hells ends well. Uh, all hells ends well. Did I say that right? Gun to head. I think Usman beats Masvidal again if they ever ever ha- ever happen. But say Colby fights Leon Edwards, you take Leon Edwards out of the mix, and then we got Colby either fighting Gilbert Burns next or Usman. But if Usman loses, I think they're going to do a rematch, so I don't know what the fuck they would do. Hey, 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 I just got a theory, you motherfuckers. You son of a fucking bitch. Let's fucking go. The UFC needs to sign me to be the matchmaker because look at this shit. Look at this shit right here. Okay, let's lay out this scenario, and I'm going to screen record this shit, and I'm going to show you guys when it happens. Watch, watch, watch. Okay. Gilbert Burns versus Usman proceeds, right? Gilbert Burns versus Usman proceeds. It happens. Usman loses. One of the biggest upsets and shockers of 2020. And now what? It's not Usman beating Gilbert Burns conveniently. Now, because if Usman beats Gilbert Burns, then it's probably going to set up the Colby fight a little bit more sooner. But say Gilbert Burns beats him, that's going to set up the rematch. And what is Colby going to have to do? He's going to have to wait. Um, he's gonna have to wait even longer, and I'm not a guy that likes to wait, and I'm sure Colby's 
Colby's not going to want to wait as well. So, you know, that sets up the Masvidal fight. Wait, wait. No, it's, it sets up the Masvidal fight as well as the Leon Edwards fight. Oh, no, what I was going to say is, okay, so Usman versus Burns happens. Gilbert Burns wins. They go and proceed with the rematch. And Colby fights either Masvidal or, or Leon Edwards. I don't think Leon, I mean, Masvidal's penciled in to fight Leon Edwards too, but then that leaves Colby without a fight. Maybe Colby can serve as a backup. Maybe we can do that. There's all all signs, all sorts of scenarios that we can get here in, in this sport. The sport's the craziest sport in the world, and lots of shit can happen. So it's very exciting. Um, I'm sure we'll be back more more so in the, in the middle of the week to get more updates on everything that happened. Um, I think that's it for us, ladies and gentlemen, because I have to run. Um, it's been a good one. I had a lot of fun talking about this one. We'll probably have enough time to post and publish this, and it'll be available about 15, 20 minutes from now. So I appreciate you guys. Like I said, we're available everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen. Anchor.fm forward slash KWTKpod um, to listen, stream, and download every single episode of Kicking It With The King that we have uh, used and published through Anchor. Um, we're available on Spotify, available on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, everywhere you get your podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. G the King Official on Instagram, GT King Official on on Twitter, and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're available everywhere you get your shows. So appreciate you guys tuning in for the UFC main event recap. What's next for Tyron Woodley? It's titled that. What's next for Tyron Woodley and uh, Colby Covington and the winners and all that. So basically, it's my version of the UFC uh, Covington versus Woodley post show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gabriel Hernandez signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out of this bitch. We'll be back later on this week, ladies and gentlemen. Bye, folks.